You're listening to teaching from Castle Hills Christian Church in San Antonio, Texas. More information about Castle Hills Christian Church is available at chccsa.com. Good morning, CHCC. Did you know about 40% of the things that we do is by habit? Think about this. Most of the things that you do in your life, you do it without even thinking about it. Will Durant has said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, therefore, is not an act, but a habit. James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits, says the key to building lasting habits is creating a new identity first. Your current behavior is a reflection of your current identity Craig Rochelle puts it this way, we need to be more concerned about the who before the do. Most of us, we create do-goes. I want to read more. I want to exercise more. I want to be on social media less. But we need to really start off with thinking about who we want to become. I want to become a godly man. I want to be a good father. I want to be a good husband. I want to be financially free. I want to be sober. I want to be an organized person. I want to be a punctual person. I want to be healthy physically, mentally, and emotionally. And once we figure out who we want to become, then we create habits or a system around that. And Craig Rochelle also said, most of life's battles are won or lost in our mind. Today, we're ending our series called The Struggle. And over the course of the series, we've been really talking about our emotional and our mental health and talking about some of the struggles that we have. And I think one of the areas that a lot of people struggle with is having negative thoughts on a regular basis. And and I get it because we're bombarded with negative messages constantly in the news. On social media, we get alerts on our phone about murder and fires and weather events and inflation and what the economy's doing. And, and we have all of these negative things that are bombarding us. And in the process, sometimes we struggle to stay positive. We too can fall into the trap of having negative thoughts, such as, I'll never get out of debt. My health will never get better. I'll never feel close to God. I don't have any friends. No one likes me. That person didn't say hi to me, so they definitely don't like me. And the economy will never get better. We'll always have to pay this crazy price for eggs. Uh, I'm the worst husband. I'm the worst parent. And we always believe that the worst is going to happen. Sometimes those are the negative thoughts that kind of go through our mind. And even on a good day, we'll try to find something bad that happened and we'll dwell on that instead. And so what if we, as Christians, what if we took some time and we said, you know what? I'm going to resist these negative thoughts. My who is that I'm going to become an emotional and mentally healthy person. Now, I realize some of you might be a little skeptical right now. You're like, this sounds a little self-helpy to me. Just think positive thoughts and everything's going to be okay. But can I just tell you to to take a a break for just a second and and look at Romans 12.2 with me? Because even though self-help might talk about thinking positively, we also see this principle in the Bible. Romans 12.2 from the NIV says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Conform, basically mold to the pattern of this world. When I was a little kid, I would go over to my grandma's house and she would roll out some dough. And that meant we were going to have cookies. 
And she had these little cookie cutters or cookie modes. And, and we, it might be a moon or it might be a sun or it might be a star or, or something along those lines. And we would press that mode into the dough and, and the cookies would turn out to look like that. And then we'd get to decorate the cookies afterwards. Well, in the same way, the world tries to form us, tries to conform us to their way of thinking. But Romans 12, 2 says, but be transformed, be changed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. We need to focus on renewing our mind, and that way we can know what God wants for us in our life. So what does it mean to renew our mind? It means to remind yourself of God's truth. It means learning to recognize the lies of the enemy and to replace them with the truth of God's word. Now, this isn't just a one-time event. This is actually a daily thing that we need to do. The world is not going to stop conforming us, and so we need to constantly renew our mind. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, We demolish the arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Every thought we want to take captive and put it against God's word and make sure that, it, that it's uh, true. We want to capture it. We want to identify it and compare it to God's word. So what, if, what does it mean to, or how do we renew our mind? What's a system or what are some habits that we can have in our life? I want to just give you some different habits that you might consider uh, putting in your life. And some of these I'm going to hit pretty quick, but I just want you to kind of think through these and think maybe, maybe this is a habit that I should have in, uh, that's part of my life so that I can be emotionally and mentally healthy. First of all, start and end each day refueling your soul. Read God's word, pray, journal. And Psalm 92.2 says, Every morning thank God for his love and every evening thank him for his faithfulness. Thank God for his love and his faithfulness each and every day. Refuel your soul. Let it be a time of recharging. Meditate on scripture. Psalm 119, 15 says, I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. Psalm 143, 5 says, I remember the days of old. I ponder all your great works and think about what you have done. Philippians 4, 8, this is one that I try to meditate on a regular basis. Now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Are we thinking about things that are true and right, things that are worthy of praise? Or do we let ourselves kind of go into this negative cycle? Another thing, another habit that I try to have is, uh, on a regular basis is to count my blessings. Sometimes we can think about the things that we don't have and we can think about all the bad things that are happening. But thank, uh, take time to thank God for all the good things that are happening. Maybe you need to write it down. Maybe you need to put it on your phone. Maybe you need to put it on your refrigerator so you can see that as a reminder. I know this one sounds a little bit different, but, but a practice that I've been trying to have is to trying to smile more. I can smile because God has blessed me. God is working in my life. And I find when I smile more, it really does help me mentally and emotionally. I also found that smiling is contagious. If you ever walk around San Antonio or where you live at, there's a lot of people who frown and seem like they're unhappy. But as a Christian, I can have joy and I can be happy because, again, Jesus is number one in my life. And despite what we go through, everything's going to be okay. 
I, I've read the end of the, of, of the Bible. I know who wins, and I know that we're on the winning team. And so I'm trying to smile on a regular basis. Another key habit that, that I've been working on is making sure that I have a regular rhythm of sleep. Oftentimes, we don't sleep enough, and that affects us mentally and emotionally, especially in our young people. And so finding a regular bedtime and finding, getting enough hours, whatever that looks like for you, and that helps me mentally and emotionally. And God created us to get sleep. He, he wants us to be able to have that regular rhythm of sleep. And let me encourage you to share your feelings instead of stuffing them. A lot of times we're taught to, we don't need to talk about these things and we stuff them down and, and at the same time they put their, their little heads up from time to time. And one of the things that I get the pleasure of, of doing as a pastor is I just encourage people, instead of stuffing those down, let's talk about those feelings. Let's talk about your pain, your trauma. Let's talk about the good things that's going on in your life. Can I encourage you to find someone to talk to that you trust? Our theme this year is connect. And we're encouraging you to connect to God and to connect to others. Find that person you can connect to and, and share some things that are going on in your life on a regular basis. Talk to a pastor. Talk to a counselor. If you don't have someone to talk to, talk to me. I'll be glad to talk to you and listen to you and pray with you and encourage you. Another key habit that, that I encourage people to do is to stop watching so much news. Psalm 119.37 from the TV says, Keep me from paying attention to what is worthless. And I think much of the news is so negative and, and they're just trying to seal fear. And... And so I'm, I've just kind of got to a point where I try to limit how much news I watch or listen to. Replace the news with something that will be more uplifting in your life. Another habit that I try to have is I try to help others. Toby Slough, uh, who was here a couple weeks ago, talked about how pain makes us narcissistic. We, can all, we just tend to think about ourselves, and it's about everything that we're going through. But one great habit for us to do is when, instead of thinking about ourselves, is to go take time and to serve others. Go serve at Acts of Hope or West Avenue Compassion. Go help a neighbor. Go help someone who's elderly in some capacity. And go make some uh, encouraging little homeless packets and pass those out. Help someone. That, ha that always helps my mental and emotional health. And then lastly, look for God in situations. Uh, Craig Rochelle once again said, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you frame it, how you think about it. If the thoughts that you're having don't agree with God's word, then replace them with the promise from God's word. Now ask the Holy Spirit to just guide you and help you to become aware of, of these lies. And, and help, uh, ask the Holy Spirit to help you reframe the situation, to give you different eyes to look at it. It might be a negative situation at work. It might be a negative situation in your family. It might be a negative situation in your marriage. Ask God to say, help me see how you're working. If you need to change me, change me. If you need to change the other person, change the other person. You've probably heard this story before, and it's probably been overtold in all honesty, but I think it's a powerful story. There was a shoe salesman that was sent out to this remote part of the country, and he was pretty discouraged. And he sends out a telegram back to the home office. He says, no prospect for sales here. People don't wear shoes. A little bit later, uh, another salesman went to the same territory. 
he too immediately sent word to the home office. He says, great potential. People don't wear shoes here. You know, it's all about perspective, isn't it, in life? Well, we can dwell on the negative. We can talk about this and that that's going on. Or we can choose to look at the positive and see how God's working. As a church, let's renew our mind. Let's give our thoughts over to Jesus each and every day.